Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. I do want to let you know about my wife's business. You can check it out at lilarose.biz slash Ashira. That's L-I-L-L-A rose.biz slash Ashira, A-S-H-I-R-A. There you can find a great variety of different hair clips, headbands, and hairpins to fit taste and style of different women. The clips are also especially sized to fit different hair types and hair lengths. They make a great little gift, and uh, you can uh, check out all of them at lilarose.biz, L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-L-I-
I'm not forcing my fish stories on anyone. Well, very well. Suit yourself. You mean you're not going to insist that I tell you? Naturally not. If you don't want it. Wait a minute. Inspector, listen. Huh? Listen to what? Someone's coming. Well, what about it? Let him come. We don't own this pool. Maybe they got some worms, huh? Jim Loring said that nobody at the lodge knew about this pool. Keep quiet a minute. Listen. It's perfectly silly you'd make such a threat. You even informed. Fine, are you kidding Listen to me, Rita. Unless you make up your mind to forget that old buzzard and come away with me, I'm going to kill him. I mean... Oh, you... Hey, that guy sounds serious. Keep quiet. Wait. We're hidden by that screen of bushes. They can't see us. Keep quiet now. Listen. Oh, you darling, you shouldn't talk like that. You know you shouldn't. Why not? It's the way I feel. You're in love with me and... Rita. Yes, sir. You are in love with me, aren't you? Yes. I am in love Well, then... Oh, but this is not to end you. And? I've made up my mind, darling. We, we can't keep holding these clandestine meetings. It doesn't fair, and that makes it harder for both of us. And do you think it's going to be easier if we don't see each other, then? Eh? Rita, be reasonable. You know what will happen if we call it quits. I know it'll be best for both of us. It won't. We'll stay apart for just so long, and then we'll be back together again. It's happened before. I know, I know. Rita, listen to me. We were made for each other. No two people were ever more suited, and you know it. Oh, I don't know what to say or do I. I'm so unhappy. Now, don't worry about it, darling. Let me take care of everything. There's no use about ruling our lives. Well, how do you like that? I don't like it, Inspector. Do you know who that was? That was young Hugh Osmond and Rita Conrad. She's the babe who's married to the Oil King, isn't she? Yes, Gil Conrad. The gossips at the lodge have it that she married him for his money. The gossips must know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. No young girl would tie up to a no buck like that unless he could offer something besides the wisdom of his 75 years. You're becoming lyrical, Inspector. Huh. I wonder just how serious Osmond was when he threatened to solve his and Rita's problem by murdering the old man. Ah, hmm? kids are always making big talk like that. It doesn't amount to anything. That was a shot, Inspector. You don't suppose it is. Forget it. Forget it. Probably somebody target practice. Well, maybe you're right. But I wish you'd go quit going around looking for murders every time we go any place. You, <laughs> Inspector. Apparently, the target practice hit the bullseye. Come on, come okay, on. okay. But I still say we're looking for trouble. That shot from the woman's scream make a perfect formula for trouble, Inspector. It came from this direction, I think. Yeah, I bet we don't find a thing except a dead squirrel or something. Yes, I suppose the woman was screaming for joy because her boyfriend proved himself a great huntsman. Yeah, huh? yeah. Oh, you're certainly quick with comebacks, aren't you? Sometimes I wonder... Look, uh, look Inspector. Hey, the guy lying on the ground and a babe kneeling over him. Yes, and unless I'm greatly mistaken, the guy is Gil Conrad and the woman is Rita, his wife. Let's get over there quick. What happened, Mrs. Conrad? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think that Gil shot himself. Shot himself? Well, maybe you're right. There's a gun in his hand, there's a bullet hole through his head, and there's powder burn. Tell us exactly what happened, Mrs. Conrad. Well, I, I was walking along the riverbank, and I heard a shot. I came over to investigate, and I'm still lying here. See? Everything adds up. It was suicide, all right. Yes, maybe. What makes you think it was suicide, Mrs. Conrad? Because Gil told me. Your husband told you? Yes, he, he wasn't dead when I got here. He, he lived long enough to... To tell me that he'd decided to end it all. What could be more perfect? But let's get the car and Inspector, wait a minute, wait huh? a minute. Where was Hugh Osmond when all this was happening, Mrs. Conrad? Hugh? Why, uh, I, I don't know. Why should I? Because we just overheard a conversation between you and Osmond. We heard Osmond threaten to kill your husband. No, no. No, you didn't do it. You, you mustn't think that he did. No? Gil shot himself. He, he Rita, told me he did. Rita, what happened? Hugh. Oh, good heavens, it's Gil. Yes, it's Gil, all right, Osmond. What do you know about it? 
What do I know about it? Why should I know anything about it? Oh, lots of reasons, bub. You've been bragging about how you're going to knock the guy off, haven't you? What the devil are you talking about? Of course I haven't. Oh, no, Hugh. No, no, no. Don't deny it. I heard his talking. Hey, what? I'm sorry, Osmond. We were fishing in the deep pool, and we heard your conversation with Mrs. Conrad a few minutes ago. Well, what about it? Doesn't mean that I shot Conrad. I'd be a fool to think I could get away with anything like that. <laughs> That's the most sensible thing you've said, Bob. What I want to know is, why weren't you two together when you heard the shot? Oh, what's the use? If you overheard our conversation, then you know why. We didn't want to be seen returning to the lodge together. Don't answer any more of their questions, Rita. We don't have to, without a lawyer. You've already told them that Gil admitted suicide. If that isn't enough, How do you know that, Osmond? How do I know what? That Mrs. Conrad told us that her husband had admitted taking his own life. Didn't she? Yeah, but you weren't here, bub. Why, I... I... Yeah, I, I... You two kind of got your wires crossed, haven't you? No, we haven't. What are you two trying to do? Trick us into admitting we're responsible for Conrad's death? Could be. The thing is, though, if we put the finger on you, we'll do it without tricks. But I take it all back. There's dirty work afoot. I quite agree with you, Inspector. Sorry, Osmond. You get your lawyer, we'll get the coroner. Then we'll take on from there, eh? <laughs> Come on in. Thanks. Has the coroner gone yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. You left the whole deal in my lap. <laughs> Where have you been? I've been having some further conversation with Hugh Osmond. I'm afraid he succeeded in selling me a bill of goods. What kind of goods? Osmond claims that uh, when he heard the shot, he came running back. Just before he reached the clearing where Conrad lay, he heard Rita scream. So then, what did he do? He stopped behind some bushes and listened. He overheard Conrad tell his wife that he had shot himself. So that's how he knew Conrad had admitted suicide. Mm, apparently, yes. Do you believe him? I believe part of what he said. He showed me the spot where he'd been standing. It was close enough to the clearing so that his story could be true. Well, why did he keep hiding there after we arrived? Well, according to him, to see which way the wind blew. I was, uh, it was only when he believed that we were going to accuse Rita of murder that he decided to show himself. And that's the part of his story you don't believe in? I don't know, Inspector. I'm not sure yet. By the way, Inspector, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been getting along. Come over here. Well, discover something, huh? I modestly admit that I've discovered quite something. Well. Yeah. That's Conrad's body lying there on the couch, isn't it? It certainly is, Inspector. Note the bullet hole through his head. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a clean hole all the way through. Yeah. Now, there are powder burns on the right side of his head, aren't there? That's correct, Inspector. Sure. And since we found Conrad holding the gun in his right hand, the setup would indicate that the guy is right-handed, wouldn't it? Quite true, Inspector. Well, the guy is left-handed. What? Now, why, when he decided to shoot himself, would he do it with his right hand? A good question, Inspector. How do you know that Conrad was left-handed? That's my discovery. Look, I've been fishing through his pockets. I found his keys and his loose change in his left-hand pants pocket. By Jove, Inspector. Yeah. A guy who carries his dough and his keys in his left-hand pants pocket only does so because he's left-handed. Mm-hmm. So the way I figure it is, Mr. Gil Conrad was murdered and someone tried to make it look like suicide. Amazing. Do you mind if I look through his pockets too, Inspector? Go ahead. Who cares? If you don't want to take my word for oh, it. Oh, come, come, come. You know your word is as good as gold, as far as I'm concerned. As far as you're concerned. So everyone else thinks I'm a liar. Well, 
Now, who's that? Why don't you open the door and see? Possibly the murderer has come to confess his crime. Very funny. Huh. It's a babe. You, uh, looking for someone, miss? Uh, yes. I'm looking for Inspector Danton. Are you Inspector Danton? Yep, I'm Danton. Come on in. I'm Laura Bailey. Mrs. Connor's my sister. I, I just heard about the terrible thing that happened to Gil. Oh, you did? You know anything about it, do you? I think I might be able to tell you something that will help explain why Gil took his own life. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were alone, Inspector Danton. No. That guy standing up over there is Barton Drake. The uh, horizontal gent is your brother-in-law. Barton Drake? Oh, I'm so glad you happened to be here, Mr. Drake. I- I've heard so much of you. My name is Laura Bailey. Sure, everybody's heard of Drake. How do you do, Miss Bailey? Did I hear you say you're Mrs. Conrad's sister? Yes. We were all staying here at the lodge together. Oh, I would have come sooner, only... I couldn't believe that Gil was serious when I talked to him this morning. When you took... When was that, Miss Bailey? Shortly after breakfast. He asked me to come to his cabin. Now, don't tell us that he threatened to commit suicide. That's exactly what he did, Inspector Danton. You see, Gil had found out about Rita and Hugh. I see. And why should he talk it over with you, Miss Bailey? He felt that he had to talk to someone. He knew that I was his friend. I couldn't believe that Rita was being untrue. He asked me what I knew about it. And what did you tell him, lady? I told him that Rita was in love with Hugh Osmond. Why should I deny it? Rita is young and beautiful. Why should she waste her life on an old man? The thing is that Rita should have thought of that when she married the old man. These women who take a guy for his dough and then try to walk out on the deal get in my hair. It wasn't Rita's fault. Gil begged her to marry him. But she hadn't met you then. Oh, nuts. So Conrad told you he was going out and commit suicide. Is that right, Miss Bailey? Yes. I didn't believe him, of course. He wanted me to talk to Rita, persuade her to forget Hugh. When I refused, he tried to work on my sympathy by threatening suicide. That is probably because he figured you were his best friend. Now, look, lady, we have to know that... Huh? Miss Bailey, was your brother-in-law right-handed or (laughs) left-handed? What a strange question. Why, he was right-handed. Uh-huh. You're sure of that, Miss Bailey? Of course I'm sure. I've known Gil for years. I'd most certainly have noticed any strange traits of character that he had. Now, just a minute. Just one minute. Lady, I'm too polite to call a female a liar, but I just got through proving Careful, Inspector. Careful now. There's no doubt in my mind that Miss Bailey's telling the truth. Well, uh, what was that, Bart? Of course I'm telling the truth. Gil was as right-handed as I am. Everybody knows that. That's just the point, Inspector. Everybody probably does know it. It's a fact that can be easily checked. Because of that, I hardly think Miss Bailey would run the risk of lying. But doggone it, Bart. That means the guy probably did commit suicide. And you said yourself he was murdered. Murdered? Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. Of course Gil took his own life. On the contrary, Miss Bailey, your brother-in-law was very definitely murdered. Furthermore, it was either you or your sister or Hugh Osmond who murdered him. The two of you who are innocent of the crime know which one is guilty and are trying to shield him or her. I hope you realize that that makes you all equally guilty in the eyes of the law. Come in, dear. 
Did you see Inspector Danton? Yes, I saw him. Did you tell him that Gil had told you he was going to commit suicide? Yes. Hugh, how did Gil know that you and Rita were in love? The last I knew, you were taking every precaution to keep that knowledge from him. I told him myself. Hugh! Sorry, darling, I should have told you. I couldn't see the point in keeping him in the dark any longer. I went to him this morning and asked him to give you up. Oh, darling, you shouldn't have. And, of course, Gil refused. Not only refused, he wouldn't believe me. I guess that's why he sent for you, Laura. Undoubtedly. And you knew nothing of this, Rita? Oh, no. Gil acted strangely this morning, but I didn't guess what was behind it. Oh, Hugh, why didn't you tell me? Well, why should I? It would only have made you more unhappy. I hope that I can make you see things my way. Oh, I wish I had. I wish I'd seen things your way a long time ago. Perhaps it never would have happened then. Darling, everything's going to be all right. I'm afraid everything isn't going to be all right, Hugh. What do you mean? Barton Drake is convinced that Gil was murdered. He says that he can prove it. Oh, that's nonsense. I hope you're right, Hugh. Mr. Drake says that one of us murdered Gil. He says the two who are innocent are trying to shield the guilty one. He says that he has the proof, Laura? Yes. I don't believe it. If he knows that Gil was murdered and that one of us is guilty, why hasn't he made an arrest? Because he isn't sure yet which one of us three committed the murder. Laura, you sound as though you believe one of us is guilty. I do. Laura. Don't look at me, Laura. I didn't do it. Oh, Laura, you don't think that I had... Say, where were you, Laura, when Gil was being murdered? You see... None of us actually trust the other, do we? Well, what are we going to do about it? Is the guilty party going to confess to save the other two? Oh, you don't know what you're saying. Of course we're not going to confess. I mean, you... you didn't. Of course I didn't. It certainly wasn't I. Laura, control yourself, darling. I'm not going to confess either. I didn't murder Gil, but I know who did. Working out uh, another of your little deals, eh, Bart? That's right, Inspector. And uh, we had to wait until night to do it. Eh? Right again, Inspector. Why? Why what? Why did we have to wait until it got dark? Why don't you tell me what we're up to? Doggone it, Bart. Be quiet, I... Inspector. Huh? Wait a minute. What's the matter? Let's wait here and see what happens. Yeah, why not? That sounds like fun. Crying out loud, what do you think is going to happen? We'll know in a minute, Inspector, if I've guessed correctly. You see that group of three cabins over there, the ones with the lighted windows and drawn curtains? Sure, I see them. That big one is where Gil Conrad and his wife live. That's right. And the one in the middle is occupied by Laura, Rita's sister. The one next to that is occupied by Hugh Osmond and the... Oh, oh. What's the uh-oh for? Someone just walked past the window in Laura's cabin. What about it? Maybe the babe can't sleep. Maybe she's walking back and forth to wear herself out. Maybe, but the trouble is we're not sure that it was Laura, are we, Inspector? All we can see is a silhouette behind that curtain. Oh, look, Bart. <laughs> I love mysteries, but when you pull them out of thin air... Look, look Inspector. Huh? There goes someone pacing behind the curtain in Osmond's cabin. Yeah. Now, don't tell me that wasn't a man. No, you have good eyesight, Inspector. Sure. Have you your gun handy? Well, sure, I got it handy. Right here in my hand. Fine. You may need it. <clears throat> Look, there goes someone past the curtain in Rita's cabin. So that makes all three of them pacing the floor. Right. Now are you happy? Perfectly, Inspector. I couldn't have hoped for better results. Keep your eye on them, Inspector. Okay. 
How long do we keep this up? I'm getting cold. There, there. Osmond passed the window and didn't return. Neither did Rita. So what? Only Laura seems to be active. I wonder now how long we have. That's it, Inspector. Come on. Someone shot at the girl in Laura's cabin. And hit her, too, I think. Over this way, Inspector. The shot came from behind that cabin. Yeah, there he goes. Let him have it, Inspector. Yeah. Stop. Stop or I'll shoot. Get down, Inspector. He's going to be stubborn. Who can play at that game? You missed him, Inspector. He's heading for the woods. I never missed that guy's hit. I tell you, you're right. Look, he's stumbling. He's more than stumbling. He's flat on his face. Come on. Here he is. Yeah. Look out, look out. He's still holding his yeah, gun. Yeah, but he's in no condition to use it. I'll just roll him over. Jump. And Judas, it's Osmond. Of course it's Osmond, Inspector. Let's hope he'll live long enough to confess to the shooting of Gil Conrad. Otherwise, I think we're going to have a time proving him guilty. Oh, it's Mr. Drake. Yes, yes, it is. Is your sister seriously hurt, Mrs. Conrad? No, no. The bullet just grazed her neck. Oh, I'm glad. I sent for a doctor. He should be here any minute. Doctor won't be necessary. I've taken care of Laura. Oh, you have? Mr. Drake? Yes? It was you, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, I'm sorry, Mrs. Conrad. You must have loved you very much. Is he... Is he dead? Well, I... Oh, Inspector. Is he dead? Yeah. He's dead. Uh, lived long enough to tell us it was him who shot your husband, lady. You know, that's something I can't figure out. He didn't have to confess. Why did he? Well, the answer to that's pretty obvious, Inspector. You knew he was going to die. He didn't want anyone else to be blamed for a crime he had committed. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that must be it. Even when he passed out, he didn't know we had him paid for the crime. Yes, Inspector. That royal coachman of yours doesn't seem to be doing much good. Ah, patience, Inspector. Patience is the virtue of all fishermen. Patience and uh, silence. I see what you mean. Thank you. Wish we'd brought along a set of chessmen. I even wish there was a good-looking babe around so we wouldn't have to just sit here and stare at the water. <laughs> okay, Inspector, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's. Right. Now, look... This is the way I got it figured. Hmm? You told Laura that you knew one of the three was guilty, so she'd tell the other. That's right, Inspector. I also told her that I believed that the two innocent people were trying to shield the guilty one. So Osmond, being the guilty one, had to dispose of Laura because he thought she knew he was guilty. That's right. He also knew that uh, if she continued to shield him and was found out, she was going to be held as an accomplice. He knew that Rita would never give him away because Rita was in love with him. Right you are, Inspector. You know, Laura actually hadn't much to gain. He was afraid she'd break down, which she probably would have, too. Huh. Now, uh, there's two other things. Two, Inspector? What? Yeah. Uh, how did you know that Conrad hadn't committed suicide? Well, that one's easy, Inspector. You see, Conrad was shot through the head. That means he was killed instantly, doesn't it? Well, so what? So, 
Rita told us that when she reached him, he lived long enough to confess to his own suicide, remember? Well, I'm a royal coachman's coach dog. You see, Rita either saw Osmond shoot Conrad or suspected that he had. So, naturally, she wanted to protect him. That's why she told us the story of Conrad's confession. And that's how you knew that Rita would never give Osmond away. Yes, that's it. Now, uh, what was the other thing you wanted to know, Inspector? Oh, yes, yeah. Now, uh, look, Bart. I proved, by a bit of ingenious deduction, that Conrad was left-handed, and then you come along and call me a liar. Oh, no, no. You Harry, did. The thought, Inspector. You did. Never would I call you a liar, never. Well, it amounted to that. No. I don't like it. You gotta back up that crack you made with some proof of your own. All right, Inspector, I'll do my best. You believe that Conrad was left-handed because uh, he carried his money and keys in the left-hand pocket of his trousers, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was a clever piece of work on your part, Inspector. The trouble is, you didn't go far enough. What do you mean I didn't go far enough? You didn't look in his other pockets. You see, in the right-hand pocket of Conrad's trousers, there was a hole. Oh, oh, my joke, Inspector. Look out, I've got a strike. All right, all right. So he carried his stuff in his left-hand pocket because he had a hole in his right-hand pocket. All right, all Stand right. Aside, Inspector. Oh, boy, what a beauty. Look out, Inspector. He's heading for that log. Who cares? Doggone it. Oh, the devil. He got away. Oh, Inspector, I give up. I thought it might be fishing. But what might be fishing? My hobby, Inspector. I'm afraid I'll have to continue to admit that mystery is my hobby. Welcome back. Well, that was a bit of an obvious uh, clue that Barton Drake uh, used to solve the uh, murder. I also do have to wonder about a wealthy man who can land a gold-digging trophy wife, but can't seem to afford a pair of pants with two uh, working pockets. I mean, if the guy had been poor, well, yeah, obviously I could see that. That would make sense. But uh, a millionaire, I mean, I just can't see it. I mean, unless it was a case where somehow, just before the murder, he noticed a hole in his pocket and then moved everything over, and maybe he was shot, you know, heading back to the cabin to change his pants. In which case, I can't really blame Inspector Danton for not thinking of that, because that's such a random thing to happen. And I think maybe I'm more intrigued by the mystery of this guy's pants than the mystery of how he got murdered. Now, I do want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Ken, Patreon supporter since March of 2020, currently supporting us at the detective sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Well, that will do it for today. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. And we'll be back next Thursday, another episode of Mystery is My Hobby. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. <laughs>